WTM, watch this movie. I am Eric Mulder. So he says, wrecked him, damn near killed him. Joining me is Mr. Brett. How are you, sir? Pretty, pretty, pretty good. Mr. Positivity himself. Mr. Positivity's in the house. Well, I just feel that we're all made exactly the way we're supposed to be. Oh, no, hell no, I'm a Christian, and you ain't gonna sit there and blame God for how you look, okay? Speaking of positive, I got positive feedback on my new clip from listener of the show. (laughs) (laughs) To the listener of the show. (laughs) All right, well, that's good, I guess. Pretty, Pretty good. Well, did she end up watching Norbit? She started it, and uh, she keeps saying she's got to finish it. But uh, I can't believe she she turned the rock off. Well, uh, she said she listened to the episode, and she's gonna have to rewatch it because she watched more of it than she uh, thought she did. Uh-huh. And uh, apparently, she wants to check it out again. Yeah. I guess we have two listeners now because I got feedback on the rock episode that I was not on. <laughs> <laughs> From who? Uh, a certain guy at work. Manager. Did he say we were hilarious? Because that's what I heard. <laughs> he said it was good. I heard we he were liked hilarious. <laughs> First name Rod? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He keeps calling me T-Wolf. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Wolfie T or the Wolfman or now it's Get maybe it right. transitioning into Mr. Positivity, Brett. <laughs> and also join us, Jason Neeling. Hello. Here, here comes your clip. Jason's a legend, Jimmy. A legend. A legend. What can I say? I don't know. I don't know. What Pro- can't you say? Prove it. Legends don't have to prove their legend status. They don't talk about it all the time either. I don't talk about it. The clip does. <laughs> and I, you should, next time, you should grab that other clip I gave you. What's the other clip? I don't even remember. Something about, <laughs> yeah. uh, so why do you want it so bad? Just to change it up a little bit. Yeah. Something about my dear sweet Jason or something. Oh, yeah. I think it's the mom. Yeah. Talking about her kid in the first one. Mm-hmm. That sounds weird. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is a news episode. We haven't done one of these in a while. So let's just get right down to it. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing 
and listen. I guess before we get into all the different film news that's out there, we can talk a little more about the show and what's coming up. Like you've probably heard, we're continuing our summer of fun. Easy Rider episode is going to drop pretty soon. And then uh, so we're going to be doing Scarface hopefully next week. We're thinking maybe Tuesday to record, if you can. Sure. I think Jones wants to shoot Commit Tuesday. Commit to it right now. I committed. <laughs> committed. <laughs> so we'll be doing Scarface pretty soon. That's four episodes in eight days. Yeah. Damn. Um, and then... You'd think we were getting paid for those. <laughs> You'd think. <laughs> Although there will be Topper's Pizza available for Scarface. Nice. They don't sponsor the show. I'm just buying it because it's, <laughs> it's going to be like a three-hour episode. I'm going to be here a while, so oh, cool. better get some food. We should just start naming brands off and see, <laughs> see if any of, us, any of them reach out to for us. for sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> On the lookout for sponsors. If you have a business <laughs> and you want to sponsor the show, you know how to get a hold of us. I just got my clothes cleaned by looking down at the corner store here. Well, fuck, Jones and I used to talk about Discland all the time, and that fucker went under, you know, out of business. That's probably <laughs> that's probably a correlation there. <laughs> um, so yeah, be looking out for that. We might do another fun summer movie after that. But our transition into our horror extravaganza, which for people new to the show, we do every year, and every for the months of September and October, we do horror movies the whole time. It's yeah. horrifying. <laughs> horror movies. I'm going to have a uh, horror gasm. <laughs> yeah, you will. Uh, not, not next to me, please. <laughs> well, you, well, you guys are on the couch together, so. I can't. I'll try to aim. Never know. Where There's a lot of cool up. posters on the wall. Don't hit the posters. Oh, my. <laughs> this took a turn. <laughs> Um, I mean, we'll still have you know some recently seen episodes and maybe another news episode, but it'll be horror movie centric for two months. In between that, though, I am taking a road trip out to South Dakota and Wyoming, possibly. I'm gonna be staying at Deadwood, and then I come to find out that Jason's going the same fucking weekend I am. Crazy <laughs> coincidence. Yeah, coincidence. <laughs> following me out there <laughs> who, who's talking who <laughs> well you're not going to deadwood though are you yeah i mean we're gonna stop by there we're staying uh at rapid city okay yeah and uh you know from there we're just gonna kind of drive out and see all the stuff to see around there is, okay. is ian mcshane gonna be there to call you a cocksucker <laughs> hopefully <laughs> <laughs> i am watching deadwood right currently and it is fantastic I never got through it. I think I saw the first season and maybe a few episodes of season two. He does like to say cocksucker quite a bit. <laughs> Did you lose interest? Not really. There's other stuff I had piling up that I mm. prioritized over. It's happened before where I remember the first time I started to watch Twin Peaks, I only watched like the first six and then for some reason I stopped for like a month or two and then you're just, you know, out of it. Yeah. If you do, if you want to get back into it, you have to watch all six over again. <laughs> so. Yeah. It was like a year or two later than I watched the whole series. The same thing happened when I tried to watch Oz twice. Mm-hmm. Where mm-hmm. Like I watched a season or two, and then it's like, I got all this other new stuff I got to watch. So Yeah, I actually did with Deadwood before I watched the first like couple episodes a couple years ago. And then something else took it over, and then now I'm back. And I'm loving it. Sweet. Okay, McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> it does uh, actually relate into the film world because that's a Pete Holmes joke, by the way. <laughs> is it? He goes to copyright party. Pete Holmes. He goes to, is the joke uh, is uh, I go to parties and I tell people this party is McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm loving it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then everybody groans. Yeah. Anyways, like, what, what were you saying? <laughs> um, the Deadwood aspect to it fits into movies because HBO officially greenlit the Deadwood movie. I believe it'll come out next year. So that's exciting news for, I mean, they've been talking about a Deadwood movie for years and years. The show ended in 06. But yeah, it's been a while. It seems like they pretty much got everyone back. Uh, I mean, I haven't finished watching the show, but Powers Booth has been a mainstay, and he is no longer with us. So I'm not sure if I'm not sure if his character dies in the show or what. But he is, will not be appearing in the movie. I know that. But back to Deadwood, South Dakota. I'm also going to going to be stopping by several movie locations and checking out some movie memorabilia and whatnot, taking pictures. Jones and I, and actually, and uh, Sam as well. <coughs> Haven't been able to play that in a while. <laughs> so I haven't brought up Sam. Sam Jones, Alex's wife. Um, we went around the cities taking pictures of different filming locations and whatnot. You know, maybe some famous scenes in movies. And we're going to be adding it to our pictures section on the website. I'll probably do it in September because I'm going to kind of try and do it all at once. Pictures we've taken here. Add it to a few that are on the website. And then um, it's pretty much just Purple Rain stuff that's on the website. Did you get a picture of the cul-de-sac from Jingle All the Way? <laughs> no, <laughs> did not. Uh, <laughs> we got one or two like locations because we were downtown Minneapolis and St. Paul. So yeah. we were looking at, we were at Mickey's. So I forget where that's that, in like. It was like in a diner or something. Seven movies. It? What? The Where they filmed the the neighborhood for Jingle All the Way. Yeah, I'm not sure. But, um, yeah, we did get some in there. Mickey's Diner has a lot of movies in it. It's going to be weird to live in that house, all the people coming over to take pictures of it. And Phil Hartman's up on your roof <laughs> putting lights up. Oh, wait, he's he's not, he's not with us anymore. Meeting your wife's cookies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, these cookies are so good. <laughs> You've seen Jingle All the Way, right? Uh, I think I saw a part of it. Long, long time ago. I don't think I've Lame. ever seen the whole thing. We don't want Booster. <laughs> <laughs> you have to check out Jing All the Way and then listen to our episode. Yeah, and then I can laugh at all these references. It's yeah, pretty good. <laughs> I think we went in depth into the location of Pasta Mania for quite a bit of that episode. <laughs> Mall of America locations mm. for different Yeah, I was going to mention uh, Mighty Ducks, Mall of America. Yeah. Speaking of Mighty Ducks, did you see old Goldberg? <laughs> He's not doing so hot. Looking pretty rough these days. He was arrested for... Public what? intoxication they arrested him okay. for. They didn't charge him. They just let him dry out. Uh, I read that the officers had a pretty good time with him. He was, they said he was pretty witty <laughs> and upbeat, but he did not look it in his mugshot. He looks terrible. And Goldberg from... Mighty Ducks, yeah, God, he looks like shit. 38, and he looks like he's about 20 years oh, older. Oh, damn. Yeah, that mugshot yeah. is not flattering. Not at no. all. But get yeah, it, there's Get it uh, together, Goldberg. Come <laughs> on. South Dakota, there's a couple of locations I'm going to check out. 
Lynn Bean Dances with Wolves. There's a, a couple of things to check out for that movie. Um, there's a great mem- memorabilia. I guess Kevin Costner owns or at least owned a bar in Deadwood. I can't remember if he still does or not. But there's a lot of locations from that movie there, as well as Starship Troopers. A lot of that was filmed in the Badlands, so I'll be driving through there, as will you. Uh, I might go out to Devil's Tower in Wyoming, which is where Close Encounters of the Third Kind ended. Mm-hmm. Um, some other stuff I might try and check out. Was the Badlands filmed out there, too? See, I tried to find out locations for Badlands, and I've been kind of unsuccessful so far. Hmm. They didn't have that much information on IMDb. But, yeah, I'll be definitely looking to see what other movies were filmed out there. I mean, I, I, Mount Rushmore for uh, North by Northwest. <laughs> right, among other things. Of course, I'm not even sure if they filmed that on location because they're on I top of the heads. This is probably just a studio Did, back lot. Didn't they film Richie Rich there? I just, I just had a weird flashback to Richie Rich. Did he... <laughs> Was it they went to Mount Rushmore or did he like have Mount Rushmore built in his backyard or something? I can't remember. I think they had like a secret uh, base or something in Mount Rushmore. And, uh, you know, Team America, their secret base was in Mount Rushmore, but that was obviously a model. What? (laughs) What? (laughs) Yeah, there was no filming on location there. Maybe the Michael Moore part, but... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that seemed pretty realistic him with all the hot dogs and the mustard on his the shirt <laughs> um but yeah i'll be checking a lot of movie sites i think you're just gonna kind of check out movie or sites in general but mm-hmm. that's the hard thing about the badlands is it's like yeah starship troopers filmed in the badlands like well that's a fucking really big area yeah i don't know exactly which and it's just flat desert like area yeah <laughs> it's not flat well, yeah, it's not really it's pretty Whatever. rough Whatever. Rough. There's nothing out there. <laughs> There's beautiful scenery. So here's the field. There's about ten not, million. Have, that's have you where seen? That, that's where that alien got killed. <laughs> have you ever been to the Badlands? That little hill. No, obviously. Have you seen pictures <laughs> of it? It's pretty. It's pretty uh, great to look at. I've apparently seen movies that were filmed there. So yeah. that's yeah. what I'm most excited about on the trip is just hiking through the Badlands. Yeah, it's just a cool looking place. I'm guessing there's some rattlesnakes. Better watch out. Sure. That'd be a good thing to avoid. <laughs> yeah. R- rattlesnakes. Am I right or am I right? Or am I right? Yeah. Am I right? So yeah, I'll be looking out for maybe those pictures sometime in September. Come back, organize it all. I'm probably going to change the format of that part of the website or that page. Maybe you should get an Instagram for the, the show and put them on there. Maybe I should. Maybe I will. Chad's been like, you got to get Do on it. Instagram. It's He's so been great. telling me that for, for months, too. I'm like, okay. He keeps on suggesting things to help market the show. I'm like, why don't you just come back on the show once in a while? Nah, just help market. I'm like, <laughs> oh, so you're just going to help us market it for free? And whatnot? <laughs> okay. His, his help isn't very helpful. Well, he, it, it's... He doesn't even listen to the fucking show. I was say it's appreciated, but it seems like it's out of nowhere. He's like offering to help and then it's like well why don't you just i don't know come on the show again no 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 i know he is busy he does do a lot of stuff but anyways yeah so be looking out for that jason and i'll be road tripping but not together <laughs> be racing well, actually i'll probably go out a day earlier than you so mm-hmm. i'll beat you out there we can race on the way back though on sunday sure <laughs> 
See who has the best Mazda. <laughs> Taking uh, my girlfriend's car. Okay, what does she drive? A Ford Fiesta. Okay. So it'll, be a, it'll right. be a party the whole way. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so they trick you. They make it sound so exciting, and then it's a fucking Ford Fiesta. <laughs> uh, not to talk down on your girlfriend's car. It's okay. Um... <laughs> I think that was a fun fact today. Uh, on Twitter, Seth Rogen was given a bunch of fun facts about Pineapple Express because it turned 10 years old. And one of them was like the car that was used to hit uh, Craig Robinson at the end. I think it was originally like a Ford Fiesta and then Ford didn't want its car used with a murder. <laughs> <laughs> so they had to change it to some weird, like, I don't know. I couldn't even remember the name of the car. It, I was like, this is real? Seems fake. But... Hmm. Yeah, so it was a Ford Fiesta, but Ford didn't want no part of that murder. Can they really even just say, like, you can't use a car in your movie? I mean, if you don't show the... Copyright infringement. Well, if you don't show the brand name or something. Yeah, usually they debadge it. But if you don't want to debadge it, that's a problem. I guess if it's cheaper to just... I don't think a Ford Fiesta would kill anybody anyways. (laughs) Too fucking small. Not not somebody Craig Robinson size. He's yeah. a big dude. He'd probably just dent that thing and <laughs> the car would be told and he'd be like, oh, I got a little bruise on my hip. Uh, all right. Yep. Uh, another, <laughs> another thing that was kind of recent was the roast of Bruce Willis. Did you watch any part of that, Jason? No. No. Brett and I both did. I have not seen it yet. No. Oh, you haven't? No. Oh, okay. I recorded it. Uh, but I'll probably watch the uncensored version, and I have not made time for it yet. But Edward Norton was on there. I was kind of wondering, like, what the hell? Why is Edward Norton on here? I did. I remember that they were in Moonrise Kingdom together, but they seem like like very different actors. Because Edward Norton's kind of famous for being a bit of an asshole, very demanding actor, very serious actor, maybe hard to handle on set. Seems like Bruce Willis over the past decade or so has become also i wouldn't say demanding but tough to deal with on set really with all his straight to dvd movies <laughs> i'm sure they just let him do and whatever his, the fuck he wants on those. sixth diehard movie yeah well not yet no. <laughs> it only no. has five that's right but um, i'm sure he i'm sure it was super demanding on that one i mean i still still love bruce willis but the good movies he makes are few and far in between now. Yeah. Uh, versus back in the day, it seemed like he was a lot more passionate about everything, um, acting wise, taking more challenging roles, maybe not known as an asshole. I don't know. Maybe he was. I know that, you know, he had a lot of friction with Sybil Shepard on the set of Moonlighting in the 80s, but other than that, I, I don't, don't think he had a lot of conflicts with people. I don't think Sybil Shepard is very popular yeah. among her peers. Yeah. But she was also on the roast. But Edward Norton told, uh, I guess I won't ruin it for you since you haven't seen it, but Edward Norton tells a very sweet story about um, how he came to meet Bruce Willis. And uh, they actually just did a movie together. It was Edward Norton's like passion project, and he directed. And Bruce Willis is, at least on IMDb, he's the first build on it. Hmm. So that should be interesting. But... Yeah, I thought the uh, roast of Bruce Willis was pretty great. A lot of funny stuff in there. It's 
Let's go to Twitter. Let's see what's popping on Twitter. Hashtag fake news. <laughs> All right, I'll try to go to some older stories first and then go towards the most recent. What did you want to talk about? Scarlett Johansson's whole uh whole Yeah, deal? go for it. While I'm going through you I don't can... I don't know all the details, I don't want to look it up. But she was uh was she producing a movie about a uh, transgender prostitute? Like male like a transgender male prostitute, right? Transitioning so, to male. So it's male to female or uh, female to male. And she was going to play the person in the movie. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of backlash because she's a cisgender female. Yep. And the transgender community was not happy that they didn't cast a transgender man in the role. Mm-hmm. And they guilted her into backing out from the project. Or at least from the role. I don't know if they're still going ahead with the movie or not, but... She uh, backed out of the role because of the backlash. Yeah. Hmm. It seems like it was just kind of that those voices are just kind of getting louder and louder yeah. because I remember when Jared Leto won the Oscar for Dallas Buyers Club and he played a trans woman. Yeah. And uh, he gave that speech and everyone was giving him a big round of applause and, you know, this is so great. But there was a small, tiny, tiny minority of people who were either trans or speaking for trans people and saying how oh, this is bullshit and I can't believe Jared Leto yeah. won and, you know, fuck Jared Leto and all this. So it seems like that group of voices has kind of gotten louder right. and now kind of shamed Scarlett from doing that. And at first Scarlett said, uh, you know, take your outrage and see Jared Leto and uh, Felicity Huffman and um, Jeffrey Tambor and then, uh, you know, basically fuck off and then uh like a couple days later she's like oh never mind sorry i won't do it so yeah all right um i thought you would like this brett eddie murphy is gonna play dolomite star rudy ray moore in netflix film that sounds pretty solid yeah I bet you're all pumped about that. I'll read some little details here for you. Yeah, when does that come out? Let's do it. So, yeah, like I said, it's going to be on Netflix. Um, according to Deadline, the pick will begin production June 12th, so last June 12th. It's going to be directed by Hustle & Flow's Craig Brewer. Um, and then Scott Alexander Larry Karaszewski, the writers behind such films as People vs. Larry Flint, Edward, and Big Eyes, will pen the script. So, per Broadway World, Moore's 1975 film Dolomite has been described as one of the great black exploitation movies of the 70s. The character was the ultimate ghetto hero, a bad dude, profane, skilled at kung fu, dressed to kill, and hell-bent on protecting the community from evil menaces. Yep. He was a pimp with a kung fu fighting clique of prostitutes, and he was known for his sexual prowess. <laughs> the film was successful and was followed by The Human Tornado, the Monkey Hustle, and Petey Wheatstra, uh, The Devil's Son-in-Law. Mark continued to release albums that appealed to his enduring fan base through the 70s and 80s, but little of his work reached the mainstream white audience. His rapid-fire rhyming salaciousness succeeded the wildest excesses of Fox and Pryor, and his highly explicit style kept him off television and major films. So they don't give like a name for the movie, but it seems like 
it might be sort of like a biopic. Yeah. Of Rudy Ray Moore. That's what it sounds like. Which so. would be pretty fascinating because I'm sure they'd revisit Dolomite, a bunch of different black exploitation movies. Yeah. Uh, it sounds super interesting. Yeah, Eddie Murphy would be perfect for that, I think. So that'll He's going to have to put some LBs on, though, I think. Yeah. Think so? so? I think so, because Rudy Ray was pretty pretty solid. Dolomite was pretty solid, yeah. solidly built. Well, he's got to look younger for a while, too. But he's going to put on makeup. I don't, I don't, know, if, <laughs> I don't know if Rudy Ray Moore ever looked younger. I don't know. I'm just saying <laughs> he's going to look like he's Rudy Ray Moore in the 70s. Yeah, but in the 70s, he was still, uh, you know, pretty mature, I suppose, if you will. Because we, we did an episode on Dolomite. Yep. Look for that. That's a pretty pretty awesome movie. Human Tornado is pretty good, too. Mm-hmm. I'd say it's uh, it's probably on par with the first one, because it's a direct sequel to Dolomite. Mm-hmm. Meet me at the warehouse. Pasadena. Eight o'clock. <laughs> you love the Pasadena. Petey Wheatstraw was was maybe not quite as good as Dolomite, but it was still pretty good. It's the one where he's got the 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 pimp cane. Mm-hmm. He's got the devil's pimp cane, and then uh, <laughs> he's got to get his revenge. Apparently, uh, James Wan to produce a potential reboot of Arachnophobia. Is in Arachnophobia? No, seen it? No. You've I've seen never it? seen it. Um, really? I think it's John been on. Goodman and Jeff Daniels. I think it's been on. Well, I, I it used to always be on the USA Network when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah. I remember that. Like yep. it, they'd constantly advertise it. That or TBS, one of the two. I think it's been on one of the premium channels recently, so I might catch it here uh, in the near future. It's a fun one. Just to see what it's about. I mean, James Wan's kind of been on a hot streak over the past several years, so. We'll see what he can do. Didn't he do Death Sentence? Yeah, that was one of his earliest God, films. I hated that movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, did, did not like that movie. I think it's a... God, it's an adaptation of... I forget what property. I think it's a book or previous TV show or something. I think it was of. based on a book. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. It was uh, disappointing. Mm. I think that was his second movie. Because his first one was the first Saw, and then he did Death Sentence. And then I think Dead Silence, or maybe those two were reversed. Dead Silence was pretty good. And after that, he started doing stuff, you know, like The Conjuring and the, did one or two of the Fast and Furious movies. Yeah. So you got um, a solid resume. Yeah. Annabelle. So uh, another story here. Ewan McGregor will play the grown-up version of Jack Nicholson's son in The Shining follow-up called Dr. Sleep. It's another... Stephen King adaptation. Uh, say that again. So you've seen The Shining, right? Yeah. You know, old Danny Torrance. Uh-huh. He's all grown up. This is a sequel? Yeah. It's a sequel that Stephen King did called Dr. Sleep. Dr. Sleep. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Because now, you know, especially after the big, all the success of It, everyone's snatching up all the other Stephen King properties and this, putting them into production. <laughs> hmm. I think you or Jones had some sort of number that there was like a dozen Stephen King like uh, properties in production right now or something. Uh-huh. That must have been Jones because I had no idea. And there's a bunch. But yeah, I mean, there's those TV shows that are out. Yeah. I mean, he had some, he had that Dark Tower was adaptation of his work. No, wait, 
Yeah. Yeah, wasn't it? Yep. The one with, who's that, uh, Idris Elba? Yep. Yeah. Matthew McConaughey. That nobody liked. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, a lot of his properties are being made into movies again. In the 90s they were, but they were pretty much all going to, like, straight to TV, like, movies. Like TNT, like the Tommy Knockers. Oh. Shit like that. Remember that? Oh, there were a bunch of movies like that. Langoliers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Apparently, David Lynch recently tried to get fi- uh, financing for a movie about space aliens that had threads of Mulholland Drive and Inland Empire. Sweet. But there's no nothing more to report because apparently he didn't secure it or maybe he's still in talks. Hmm. But I think it's very exciting because, I don't know if he'd say he was on record, but he's kind of said in the past several years that he didn't think he'd make another movie again because of the constraints that he finds in the studio system now. But, I mean, he was given a lot of freedom with Showtime. I mean, he had to fight for that. He had to pretty much quit and then be rehired back and say, okay, you can do whatever you want now. <laughs> and then he was. He was allowed to do it. It's kind of mm-hmm. surprising that Showtime would be that involved in his stuff that he would feel the need to quit. Mm. Well, apparently they weren't going to give him enough freedom to do certain things or, should, like, the amount gone, of money. Should have gone to HBO then. They should have. I bet HBO would have. Uh, maybe they didn't, they didn't have a as strong a relationship with CBS. Well, CBS owns Showtime, so. Okay, because I think, God, I always want to say that Twin Peaks was on ABC, but it may have been CBS. Because I believe if you look on my Blu-rays right there, it says CBS Video. So that's probably why I went to Showtime. Because they're, that's all right, up a little bit. Up one more. Just to your right there. Twin Peaks, there's a couple of them. On the bottom, I think there's a CBS logo for CBS video. Yeah. CBS and Paramount. So, mm-hmm. yeah. CBS on Showtime, so that would make sense. Yeah. So, yeah, hopefully he can get something going. You guys seen the set picks from Linda Hamilton on the set of the new Terminator movie? Nope. Nope. So James Cameron is actually producing a new Terminator movie. Um, I forget who's directing it. But why don't they just let it die? This one they're doing. Just be Terminators done don't die. Just be done with it. Nineteen ninety seven was twenty one years ago. The Judgment Day. <laughs> yeah. But they stopped it too. <laughs> I guess so. Um, but they're apparently this movie is going to take out or take place right after two they're gonna forget three four and five so three salvation and genesis okay hmm. so they're probably... doing what halloween's doing that's coming out yeah. they're ignoring all the movies except for one it's like a direct sequel to one yeah like they're not even thinking about two are they i thought it was picking up after two i think it's just picking up after one i guess well i don't know and Carpenter was involved in two. It would be kind of hard to pick up but, after two, I think. Yeah. Just reboot everything. Nobody remembers anything before the 80s or early 90s anyway. Yeah. We're uh, just over a year away from the new Tarantino movie, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It'll be next, it'll be released uh, late August next year. Um, there was some uh, controversy because it was going to be released on like the 50th anniversary of the Manson murders. People thought that to be, you know, out of you know, bad taste. 
because uh, Sharon Tate is a character in this film, played by Margot Robbie. And uh, Tarantino actually that's, met with Sharon Tate's sister. That's good marketing, though. <laughs> yeah. um, Tarantino met with Sharon Tate's sister, and they talked about you know, concerns she might have had for the movie. And I guess she said after they had a talk, um, she felt a lot better about the project. And he's actually going to give her the script, and she's going to read it and see what it's all about. And I think her concerns will kind of be alleviated. And she also did appreciate that they bumped the release by two weeks. So it wouldn't be like on the anniversary of the murders of what, you know, killed her sister. So it seems like that controversy has kind of died down. So do you, you think it was a coincidence that they put the original release date on the 50th anniversary? Um, I don't know. It's probably something the studio wanted to do. I'm sure, yeah, marketing probably came up with that idea. Well, they heard about it, you know, takes place in 69 and that, Sharon Tate's going to be in it. The, ooh, Manson murders. Mm-hmm. You know, because the Leo, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and Brad Pitt's character is supposed to live like right next door to Sharon Tate. And so they're like, ooh, this is like a Manson movie. And it's much more than just a, it's going to be a bunch of different storylines. And this will just be one of them. But there's a uh, movie, Wolves at the Door. I don't think it did very well at the, the box office where it was supposed to be set up. Uh, Based on the Manson murders, mm-hmm. but they it wasn't like officially a, a, a dramatization of it. But yeah, there is a character in there that lives in like the guest house down, like a little bit away from the main house where everybody's at and where everybody's breaking in. Dude's just he just found out about headphones. <laughs> <laughs> He's listening to his music on his headphones the whole time and. People are just getting murdered up at the main house. So that made me, uh, you mentioning Brad Pitt and DiCaprio having characters that live like next door kind of reminded me of that. Mm-hmm. And I could just imagine what uh, ignorance they might display in that movie if yeah. it's the same kind of premise. Well, that's true. You know, there was somebody in the little guest house while the murders were happening. Mm-hmm was based on that mm. kind of unofficially maybe i th- i read a lot of the, a lot of the reviews i read uh, about uh wolves at the door the negative ones were because it's basically sharon tate mm-hmm. so i'm not sure why people are so sensitive to that uh being portrayed in film it's when, like we have like 50 movies about jfk but we can't do one about <laughs> sharon tate right there's a lot of movies based on true stories based uh, where people who are real people get murdered. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what specifically about her triggers people to to be so sensitive about seeing that on screen. Yeah, I mean, I can understand her sister, but... But just people who didn't even... Yeah. People weren't even alive at the time. Mm-hmm. That's not I right. Mean, there have been film depictions of... The Manson story before, right? Remember seeing uh, a couple, some... but not nothing big. I can't remember what I saw. There was something where they, like you said, wolves at the door. But you know, who's even in wolves at the door? Anybody big? I don't know if anybody famous was in that one. It was, uh, I think it was like a low budget type thing. How about this? Apparently, there's going to be a Sonic the Hedgehog movie, and Jim Carrey is going to play Robotnik. Oh, I was hoping it would be Sonic. 
55 year old Jim Carrey is not going to be too fast. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, weird. I mean, not a live action movie, right? What kind of movie is this? Um, I believe it's live action, but um, here I'll look again. Here is also reported from Deadline. Let's see. A live action CGI adaptation. So I can't imagine how they're going to make that work. Yeah, the biggest names I recognize from Wolves at the Door are Jane Kaczmarek, who has a very small role, and Eric Layden, who's done some, who's on a couple HBO shows. I forgot about, you know, I mentioned the David Lynch tidbit earlier. I forgot that there is a follow-up story that I retweeted about. Um, There's some rumors that he might be making his new film with Netflix because he was seen on Netflix campus by somebody. Yeah. You hear that too? Yeah. From you, I believe. Okay. <laughs> I, I'd be telling people about Lynch projects, especially the big Lynch fans. Yeah, I appreciate it. Nothing set in stone yet, but this is uh, good news. Maybe he's just taking a tour. Yeah. Let's see what else we got. So, you know, they're making the new or the Top Gun sequel. I think it's called Top Gun Maverick. Hmm. Original. Well, Tom Cruise <laughs> is back. Val Kilmer's back. That's kind of amazing that they're making a Top Gun sequel with the original cast members. Mm-hmm. Now, Miles Teller is going to play Goose's son. And that was a role that Glenn Powell tried to get. Remember Glenn Powell? He's on uh, uh, Everybody Wants Some. He's also in Hidden Figures. He played uh, didn't see either John Glenn. Did he have the right stuff? <laughs> uh, yes, he did. Um, What's his name? Glenn Powell? Yeah. He's an upcoming actor. I like him quite a bit. But uh, I guess he impressed him so much that they gave him some sort of other, or they made some role for him in the movie too. So he'll be in it. So it'll be a pretty star-studded cast. Excited. They haven't really released all that much about the plot. But it's thought to be something along the lines of, you know, well, drones are kind of taking over and there's, you know, there's no need for humans and planes anymore and dogfighting. That's that's archaic. We have we have machines and robots do that for us now. But Mm -hmm. I think Tom Cruise is going to prove them all wrong. Like, hey, you still need some Mavericks up there, Mm. (laughs) especially if we're going to be fighting the Soviets again. Right. (laughs) (laughs) That's not a joke. (laughs) John Wick 3 got its title. It's not Chapter 3. It's John Wick Parabellum. So they went John Wick, John Wick Chapter 2, John Wick Parabellum. What's a Parabellum? I don't know. I think if I opened up the story, they might tell me. That's got to be a math term, right? (laughs) I'm just thinking Antebellum and Cerebellum. Parabellum. So it's part of a famous sentence. So it's like there's two of them, right? CV's a pair of bellums. <laughs> there's, there's two bellums. Uh, I'm not sure what language, but I'm going to butcher it. But CV's pessum parabellum, which translates as if you want peace, prepare for war. So, hmm. if you've seen the end of John Wick 2, you know what's going on. Apparently, a parabellum is a type of semi automatic pistol or machine gun. <laughs> I'm sure that that'll probably play a role in it, too. Um, that Joaquin Phoenix's Joker origin movie is a go at Warner Brothers. 
Sounds cool. Yeah. And uh, they're also talking about Robert De Niro for a, for a role in there as well. Cool. So it's getting a lot of prestige, although it's so weird because it's going to be directed by Todd Phillips. You know Todd Phillips? No. Directed Old School and the Hangover uh-huh. movies. That is that weird. That guy. His last movie was War Dogs with Jonah Hill and Miles Teller. Huh. So it's like, what the fuck is he doing yeah. in there? Due Date with you know, uh, um, Zach Galifianakis and uh, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. That was He's the, done a lot well, of random. That's kind of a disappointing movie. We're yeah. talking The Joker still? Yeah. So he's going to be directing I guess this. he's joking. They're just going to make it into a straight comedy, huh? <laughs> no. It's supposed <laughs> to be like a gritty movie set in the 80s. Hmm. It's Joaquin Phoenix, which is so crazy that it's Todd Phillips is going to be directing him. That sounds cool. Do um, you think Joaquin Phoenix would be a good Joker? Yeah, I, I think he's one working. of the few people I could see doing it after Heath Ledger. Really? Yeah. yeah. I like him a lot. Good thing they're going to put him in makeup, huh? <laughs> I, I guess. Cover, cover that lip up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow. <laughs> we're left with that a, necessary. We're left with a hair-lipped reminder of what could have been. Right? Family guy. I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> I was flipping through the Twitter here, and I had the, I retweeted a, there's a, a Twitter handle, One Perfect Shot, and they show a lot of pictures and like really cool shots from famous movies or like little GIFs. And they did a RoboCop one, and it's just a gif of the TV, and it's showing the guy, I'll buy that for a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> so I retweeted that. I retweeted an article about Stanley Kubrick actually like explaining part of the ending to 2001, Space Odyssey, which is pretty crazy because you always hear that Stanley Kubrick would never dare fucking even explain one second of his movies. Hmm. So it kind of contradicts everything people have heard about him, but... It's from uh, Movies First, so you can, uh, or LaughingSquid.com. You can check that out at our Twitter at Watch This Movie at, or sorry, Watch This underscore Movie. That's our Twitter handle. I have 2010 on my DVR. Yeah. And I'm not sure if I'm going to watch it or not. Yeah. I never had all that much interest. I'm like, eh. Like, I watched the trailer and it's like, oh, maybe. Yeah. Roy Scheider's in it. The Zombieland sequel is a go. All four main characters are back. Okay. Woody Harrelson, Jesse Eisenberg, Emma Stone, and uh, Abigail Breslin. Did you like? You didn't like Zombieland? I don't know. It's pretty good. Not that memorable to me, I guess. I believe it's also the same director and whatnot. So it was pretty good. Hopefully, it'll be as good. So Ryan Reynolds is at the center of a Home Alone revise. So huh? I guess it's more of a reimagining. Is he Home Alone? Uh, yes. Ryan Reynolds? The movie's going to be called Stoned Alone. And apparently he misses out on a flight where he's supposed to meet up with his buddies for some vacation. Mm-hmm. And he's left because he missed the flight because he's too high. <laughs> and so he's stuck at home. And then I guess burglars try to break into his house. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like. <laughs> the kid being home alone is a pretty big element of the original. Yeah. But, you know, a fully grown man who's too high might be playing he, the same I think role. he accidentally gets too high. That's probably the, I'm guessing, what happens. Yeah. So I guess mm. it's kind of the same thing as a, a really smart, you know, like eight-year-old. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Maybe he'll be inspired to come up with some creative booby traps. 
yep. in his altered state of mind. I don't know, it could be funny in a dumb stoner way. There was a bidding war for a, a script uh, about that uh, McDonald's Monopoly scam. Did you hear about that ex-cop who stole millions and millions of dollars through that McDonald's Monopoly game? The yeah, Daily, that happened yeah. a long time ago. Daily Beast has a story on it. and uh, So Ben Affleck's going to direct the movie and Matt Damon's going to star. So those two are back at it together again. This is weird. I just read about this on Reddit today. A completely unrelated thread that uh the trial for that started like right before 9-11 or something hmm. so like you know it didn't get any attention while it was happening i see but yeah i just just heard earlier today that they were making a movie out of it yep. yeah I, s- I started hearing them report on it wasn't necessarily that they, they were shopping the movie rights it was uh they were reporting it like it just happened like, this cop used his connections at the warehouse to pick all the winning Monopoly pieces. Like, well, they did that, like, 15, 20 years ago, and then they stopped doing Monopoly for, like, five years. So, <laughs> yeah, I think they've cleaned that up since then. Yeah. But, yeah, it was like I was confused because I'm, like, just finding out about this. <laughs> This is old news. We were also distracted with 9-11. Does this happen yeah. again? Like, did it happen again? Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure I would have heard about it. They haven't had Monopoly at McDonald's in like six months, so. Yeah. About time for them to do it again. You'd think so, same. yeah. I think it's an October type of deal. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember when they did it last. Yeah. I don't know, anything else... Uh, you guys have heard recently in the news you guys want to bring up? I don't hear anything from under my rock. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. Well, you're on fucking Reddit every day. You should be hearing stuff on there. I guess I'm not on the right part of Reddit. I guess not. We just need to find out about that movie being made today or yesterday. Yeah, that was a fluke. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't, it, that thread had nothing to do with movies. What do you subscribe to on Reddit? Probably the wrong thing. Oh, uh, you don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> They probably all start with NSFW. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't think of any other stories off the top of my head. Okay. Well, yeah, so, yeah, be looking out for uh, pictures in September. Be on the lookout for Scarface and our upcoming horror extravaganza. And if you have any suggestions uh, of movies you want us to break down or do a leftover let us know you can uh, email us at watch this movie at yahoo.com follow us on twitter at watch this underscore movie check out our website at wtmwatchthismovie.com and please rate and review subscribe on itunes and or stitcher we will check you later guess we'll see you around all right check you later bye Dork, man. What are you talking Check about? Check you later. Check you later. <laughs> hey, man, you off my case.